I don't know anything. Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. And welcome to Liku Studios Podcast, Freeware Game Review number 93, Mega Man 8-Bit Deathmatch, a podcast for September the 9th. Oh, dude, it's a podcast for Cherno Day. Oh, dude. Fantastic. <laughs> and, you, as we know, nine Cherno Day is the strongest, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. And we're talking about Mega Man, which... There are nine of those. You know, nine Robot Masters. Just eight Robot Masters. Yeah. But I mean, at first there was only six Robot Masters. <laughs> They're in a tournament to see which one is the strongest, is the thing. Just like in, By shooting um, each other. Just like in Pluto. Except not. Oh, dude, World's Strongest 9. Yeah. Yeah. It was nine robots, wasn't it? I think so. I don't know. I didn't get to finish that one. There was the Greco-Roman wrestling one. He was there awesome. There was the Lumberjack one that got knocked off first. He was awesome. Uh, I mean, uh, Astro was one of them. Astro. He was awesome. Um... I don't know beyond that. I didn't read a lot of that. There was like... Uh, was the detective counted as one of them? I I don't know. Because, like, spoiler alert, he's made from a special metal. Yeah, he is. That's not um, a spoiler. That's sort of in the beginning. Yeah. No, there, there was a I, one where Once the... again, like, I like that, but it's got some pretty clunky storytelling where it's like the guy was like, uh, my brother was killed and it could have only been a robot that done it because he was shot with this bullet made of a special metal. And the next chapter is like, oh, no, no, I, I promise you I'm a robot. The scanner didn't pick me up because I'm made of a special metal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's kind of just that's kind of just how he wrote though. Yeah. But then, you know, there's a whole story of like this robot who is like for the blind piano man and oh, he just wants to so live rough. a quiet life yeah. learning how to play piano like a robot and he's like, "Tell me, why don't you ever tell me about your path?" And it's because it's because I have like 12 arms that are all, all built made of for swords. War. Yeah. Robot wars is tough. Yeah, they are. So that's why we're going to tell you about Mega Man 8-Bit Deathmatch. Whoop! Um, do you know the name of the guy who made this? Cutman Mike. There you go. So Cutman Mike is working on this. It is... It is a mod for Skull Tag, which, which is, itself is some kind of like... It's either a, like a mod or a game mode or something for the Z-Doom engine? I thought... No, I, I don't... I don't... It's like one of the branches of Z-Doom or something. Like, Skull Tag is the name of the... Doom client this is based off of. So it's a new front end for Doom 2. Yeah. Which then they said... With, like, mouse look and jumping and stuff. Reskin it and do everything, and it's Mega Man. Um, this game takes place inside the Mega Man canon. Yeah. Post-Mega Man 6, which uh, it cites as the... In, in the opening thing, it says... It's after Mega Man defeats Wily for the sixth and final time. Um, <laughs> it's always which, the end Sorry final about time. that. Mr. X organizes a super robot tournament to discover who's the best. But then that sneaky Dr. Wily infiltrates it with a bunch of robots or something. So then Mega Man has to enter it to make sure he's up to not, not up to no good. But then also, for fairness, they've retrofitted every robot master with an X-Buster. 
Or Mega Buster. Mega and Buster. And the copy power. And the copy power. You, you know, for fairness. Yeah. For this robot shooting tournament. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a super bad idea. No, it doesn't. Everybody's got an X-Buster and copy powers. Mega it's Buster. Not, it's not an X-Buster. It doesn't charge. X is better. Yeah, it but... It charges. Yeah. No, the Mega Buster charged by the later games. Yeah, but it doesn't in this one. No, it doesn't. And it can shoot more than three pellets at a time. Yeah, that's true. Like, do you have a three-pellet Mega Man or a four-pellet Mersion? Mersion? Luda! So, this game is a Mega Man-themed deathmatch doom thing. First person. Yeah. Is, is the part that you should uh It's entirely bonkers in its scale because it includes Robot Masters and weapons from Mega Man 1 through 7. Yeah. Which is kind of weird considering that it's supposed to take place after 6. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's like a, a retrofit of what 7 was. I don't know. Case. It was the new seven. So basically, it's like a Doom Deathmatch uh, with, like, Gemini Laser and Needle Cannon. Yeah, like, and that sort of thing about drill it. Drill like, Bomb. Like, when, when it comes to just sort of doing all the power-up stuff and, you know, just what pickups look like and, and all the textures on the walls and stuff like that, they do a good job of just little details that like oh hey this is actually kind of a Mega Man game like if you look outside the level in the the big square one the little square one I forget what it is there's one of those hopping assholes hopping around out there yeah. but just like like it is sort of the Mega Man mechanics of like you pick up the weapon well not that you pick up the weapon that's a new thing but like you have weapon refills that just refill whatever you're holding and health refills and just like okay yeah it's those your whole palette changes color based on what weapon you have yep even even if you're, if you're airman yeah uh and um or dustman or junkman or snakeman but just sort of one of the interesting things that i think is worth talking about is they had to basically reimagine most of the weapons in a first person shooter context yeah and that's interesting i mean there's a lot of apparent overlap in them because it's like on a Lechman stage there's like three different electric weapons around mm-hmm. um, and most of them like they all just you know shoot a ball of electricity or whatever but then like one of them splits when it hits and then one of them stuns a dude if you hit it and then I don't know what the deal is with the Lechmans it seems like it's just really hard to hit with yeah but like but, the, but like just I don't know like they kind of make them take interesting takes on the you know, like interesting reimaginings of kind of regular FPS weapons. Yeah. Basically I'm talking about uh air air airman's air shooter. Air shooter. Yeah, which is kind of like a shotgun because, you know, air shooter shoots, you know, the spread of three things. And just like in the Mega Man game, they go up after a while. Yeah. So it functions as your shotgun because they spread and it's good at close range, but it's not that the bullets just like lose or get too inaccurate after a while. It's because after a while the they tornadoes go up. They, they fuck off upwards and then you know <laughs> Then your then your weapon isn't effective after that range when they go up. Unless you're shooting a dude who's above you, I guess. My favorite that I've encountered so far is Napalm Bomb mm-hmm. because it's like super powerful, but you really can't use it to chase people because it like has a super small arc and it goes really slow. Um, but, like, if someone's coming at you, you can just, like, toss out an napalm bomb, just like, hey, buddy, here, whoop, hmm. and it just smacks him in the face. Nice. Um, there's no, uh, projectile inheritance, so it's not like you can sprint up and just lob one. It's just, like, it's always gonna go about two feet, even if you're, you know, sprinting at 
400 feet whatever because like it's doomed so you move super fast yeah and that's one of the other sort of things about this is there are no hit scan weapons yeah and some I mean, of haven't encountered are... any yet yeah no but like even gemini laser yeah gemini, that might be close it's, it's like... a slow bouncy laser but every and even the ones that are sort of similar to each other like uh there's one of the air weapons which kind of just fires like an air blade out in front of you but then it's kind of close to shadow blade which is kind of like metal cutter me- metal, metal blade metal blade yeah um well, the shadow cutters seem it boomerangs. I, yeah, like I think it's a short back. range weapon. Yeah, it is. It's kind of strange and just annoying because you just like go. Oh, you're back. <laughs> uh, There's magnet missile which homes and is totally OP. Yeah, I mean maybe that's something that got fixed in the later version we were playing. Uh, well, no, I think it's intended as a super weapon. Like non- you have to climb up all of a Lechman stage to get to it. Yeah, but compare that to the. The place where you get the the super arm rock throwing weapon on Gutsman stage. Yeah, well, that's a super powerful weapon too. You can one hit kill a dude with it. It is, but I think it's harder to get to that than the one we were just playing on. We just have to go up a few steps. You don't have to go on any well hard you to go up a few steps platforms. with those Alekman shocking panel thingies. Yeah, um, and I imagine if it's like an eight dude death match rather than a two dude death match, there's a lot of chasing people around up there to get up to it. That could be yeah. Hey, cat. Get. <gasps> Jeez. The... I really like the stages. Yeah. Like, you were saying that just, like, looking at giant textures was making you a little, a little the, rough on the eyes? The game makes me kind of dizzy because it does the Doom thing where it's, like, big wide, flat textures that kind of distort when you look up and down or strafe past them really fast. Yeah. So it's kind of tough on the eyes, um, but the level design itself is pretty rad. Yeah. Like, Gutsman stage has moving platforms to get to powerful weapons and stuff. Yep. I Really, just, like, a lot of the stages, I feel they're pretty true to, like, the original Mega Man stages they're based on. Like, you know... Well, they all use, like, the same sort of textures, like, the same graphics. But just, like, you know, going, like, the the idea of it, like, on Gutsman stage, you're going around a, like, a construction site yeah, with a lot of digging going there's on. There's a bunch of metools up in the background, like, chipping away. And, like, I, I almost feel some of the levels are built more for the aesthetic than for the gameplay. Maybe. Um... Because, you know, a lot of them are just, like, really simple ones that are just, like, here's big squares with pillars and stuff. Uh, and then we'll put, you know, little details about it, about, you know, mm. the the ice one we were playing well, that's on. that's how, how Doom multiplayer levels kind of are. Yeah, but the but uh, that Gutsman one specifically, like, it's sort of like, I think it's like a double figure eight with the, the big... Uh, yeah, there's like the cliff on one side that you can fall off, and then like two tunnels to get to the other side where it's like a, an excavation quarry thing. Yeah. And then there's some platforming around there to get to the super arm and the absorption upgrade, which gives you the rocket fist. Yep. But then you know, just the uh, the way that that the way that that one looks like that one looks like it's built like a construction site might be built. Yeah, um, and that's really cool. The ice level we were on, like that's kind of just a or that I was playing on earlier. That's kind of just really a like big loop. Level. But then down at the bottom, you see where they were digging a dinosaur out of the wall. <laughs> robot dinosaur. Uh, I love the existence of robot dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, and 
but but again, like the, they do put some interesting mechanical bits to the levels, mm-hmm. like the, the moving platform on Gutsman, the ice on that ice stage. There's lava in some stages. That is, you know, you touch lava, you die. There are classic are, rules for lava. There are pits that you can fall in, but if you have the beat, beat call, call, you can hover back out of them. Yep. <laughs> Which I tried to use to ambush Nick one time, but he was just like, "I heard that whistle. I know what's going on here." Getting the. Uh, Getting the rush coil and the <laughs> yeah. escape teleporter, those are actually cool. So that's, you know, power-ups, that's not something that Yeah, there's, there's pickup items like weapon cans and e-cans and, like, the rush coil, which will just launch you into the air. Yeah. Uh, you got item number one on one stage, and you could just, you know, throw out the little platforms. Yep. Didn't do much, but I could do it. It's really hard to judge how... Like, like you, all the textures are flat, like, pointed towards you because it's Doom. So it's kind of hard to tell what sort of area is on top of that item number one. Yeah, like that, like they, because it, it moves or it is temporary, cannot be level geometry. So it has to be a flat sprite. So it's really hard to tell when you're standing on it. Yeah. Um, and but that's kind of the worst thing about the game, I would say. Yeah. It, aside from that, like it's Doom Deathmatch, which you know it's fucking Doom Deathmatch. But with, like, a big load of interesting weapons. Yeah, with crazy different projectile weapons, like the blizzard shooter that does, like, this double sidewinder thing. The search snake? <laughs> yeah. You've got, like, the search snake and the bubble lead, which both kind of roll around on the ground. Yep. Uh, different kind of bombs. You get crash bombs, drill bombs. Hyper bombs. <laughs> Napalm bombs. Atomic fire. Atomic fire! Charges. Yeah. And, like... It does have, like, a single-player mode. Yeah. Technically. Which is it's just kind of just like a, a deathmatch through all of the levels, but I hear, like, there are mini-bosses, like the Yellow Devil and stuff. Mm, really? Yeah. I did not play enough to get... But the, um... There's a wiki. It's kind of neat that they made that sort of hub world. To, yeah, yeah. When you start the single-player, and then you use that to go around and change your appearance and do that. There's, um... Yeah, you can go to change your appearance to any of the Robot Masters. You can go... Talk to Otto, and he lets you do, like, uh, weapon trials. Yeah. Like, you can just spawn in a room with you and a Sniper Joe and whatever weapon you want. Oh, and that's what I was going to say about, like, the air blade versus the metal blades, is I think some weapons have really subtle differences that we're not picking up on. Yeah, probably. Because, um, like, when I hit you with the, the rock, you know, one time I killed you in two hits, one time I killed you in one hit. So there could well, be, it like, might have a... been the thing where, like, it hit the ground in front of me and then splintered and I got hit by those. I don't think that one splintered. It does. I saw it really? happening. It might be hard to tell from your perspective. It might be. Um, but or, or if it's just a thing about, you know, sort of like distance or sort mm. of maybe if it goes by like downward velocity when you hit it. Because that one does throw in an arc. There was a lot of times I was trying to hit you and I was just throwing it over your head because you were too close. Yeah, Actually, uh, this Cutman Mike dude, I was looking at his bio on some site somewhere and it said that he wrote a guide to like scripting weapons in it was something with a D or a B or something. I forget what it was. Um, but, like, just with the range of weapons in this game and all their different behavior and stuff, like, that's definitely this dude's forte. Yeah. Um, except I also hear he made, like, Z-Portal, which is, you might guess from the name. A portal gun for Doom? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, no, it, it's like a level pack. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. He's made, like, Z-Portal and, like, Ghouls and Humans, which I think is, like, <clears throat> an asymmetrical TDM game. Oh, no. As well as a bunch of just, like, Doom wads and stuff. Yeah. Like, this dude is prolific. Man, I would check out Z Portal. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm going to have to do that now. God, that but. would give me a headache. You should stream it. Okay. 
Yeah, so it's got the single player, although, you know, the single player is just Deathmatch Arenas. Yeah, yeah. Plus maybe some mini-bosses. Uh, the bots are kind of dumb. Like, they're functional, but sometimes they get tripped up on some of the stages. Yeah. Like, on Gutsman stage, they'll just kind of walk up to the cliffs and then stand there because they're not sure how to get away from the cliff that will kill you. Yeah. Also, like, they, they steer from the nose. Also, it's just kind of weird that, like, you go around and, like, the, the sort of level packs that are for each stage that you're playing through mm-hmm. is separated basically by, by level. game. Well, it's separated by game, but really you're just going through the levels rather yeah, yeah. than any of the Robot Masters, because then the levels are just populated randomly by Robot Masters, and they're all using random weapons because, you yeah. know, that happens. So it's really, it's, I don't know, some sort of disconnect. Like, that makes it, like, the least Mega Man type thing. Like, it feels more legitimate just playing it with people, because either if you have less people or you can recognize people by, you know, what they do and you sort of... But it, when it's less random all the time, mm-hmm. like just playing with bots, is just like, I don't, you know, these are not real people, and also they're randomly generated on, like, two tiers. It's weird. Two tiers? Because, you know, like, they don't have, like, the robots have nothing to do with the levels, and the weapons have nothing to do with the robots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it would be one thing if they, they like, randomly populated it, but then everyone just used their own weapon by default. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be kind of neat, right? It would start to make it make a bit of sense, but that's not what they did. That's all right. <laughs> It's a deathmatch game. Go play deathmatch. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of it, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there anything to say about Mega Man? They got music. Are, are they yeah. just using the, the straight-up music from the stages? Yes. Okay. Um, I, I really like the opening sequence uh, for the single player where it, like, apes the Mega Man 3 opening, yeah. but then just spins into 3D, and it's just like, hey, what's up? It's Doom. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. They do, um... Every time the music kicks in, I just keep thinking of, like, Mega Ran and Megas tracks. Yeah? For the for the ones that I know, yeah. Um, actually, one thing that's really cool in the single player when you're... Like, it, it plays the, you know, the stage music from whatever stage you're on, mm-hmm. but then as you're getting close to winning, like, when you're five frags away or whatever, it'll switch into the boss music. Yeah. And it's game-appropriate boss music. Yeah. Like, there, there's so many... Like, this is just such a, like, a loving package, I think. Like, you can see how much this guy has invested in, you know, Mega Man. Yeah, like, like it is, like, there are reimagined things, but they are still faithful. Like, he had, like, a good, like, he had a good sense of how they should be redone mm-hmm. for this, for this. It's real respectful. Yeah. Makes it, it wasn't just like, well, here's another one of these. It's just like, no, there's reasons for these things, and they behave this way, and here's how we can reappropriate. And, mm. like, well done. Just And just, like, a huge amount of content in it. Like, levels from each of the seven games, and so many different weapons and everything. Yeah. Like, just in sense of scale, I gotta kind of tip my hat to this guy, even if the game itself makes me kind of nauseous. Yeah. And, and you were playing it on this... What basically amounts to a netbook. Yeah. And it was uh, I was fine. playing it on, like, this media box Nick has, and it was running fine, because, you know, it's Doom 2. It, it's Doom, yeah. So, I mean, it's, like, it's small enough, even with everything in it, because everything is, like, you know, super small textures and sprites mm-hmm. and what have you. It, it'll run on pretty much anything, so it's a really great game to just be like, here, we're at a LAN party. Yeah. Everyone can play this. Y'all and like Mega Man? Y'all remember Doom? Let's go on a trip, you guys. And, the like, it'll be fun for everybody. And just- it's not just a nostalgia bomb. Like, it's a fun functional fucking deathmatch game because of all these weapons that are, are really sort of interesting mm. and then if you like Mega Man on top of that that makes it better 
Like, like it's, it's kind of just like an interesting weapon game. Yeah. Is, is what it is. And that's cool. That's fun. Like, the first time I picked up the, the Blizzard Shoot, or whatever it's called, and, like, it, it's the one that does, like, this double Sidewinder thing. I was just like, oh, that's really dope. Yeah. This is really cool. I want to learn how to aim with this piece of shit. <laughs> I would love to play around with the, the Gemini Beam some more and learn to ricochet some Oh, some yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so his website is cutstuff.net. If you go to the Mega Man 8 deathmatch page on cutstuff.net, um, there are all sorts of blog entries about uh, like alternate game modes that people in the community have made, uh, like Screw Scramble, which is like a team deathmatch where it's kind of like uh, Headhunter, where dudes drop screws really? after you kill them and you have to take them back to your base. That's awesome. Um, Apocalypse, which is based on an earlier mod where it's kind of like a, a swarm... Uh, what's the... Term horde? Yeah, it's like a horde mode. Okay. Where there are like bot leaders that have more health and they drop power ups and stuff. Cool. Uh, there's a question block mode <laughs> where like the normal pickups on the map are replaced by differently colored question blocks, which will have like random re- like contents of a given type. Yeah. Like red blocks will be a weapon, green blocks will be a power up of some sort. Right. So there are all sorts of like community made different game modes out there if you want them. That's it awesome. seems pretty rad. Like, yeah. Games that create this sort of community, like, I really respect and admire that. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's good stuff. Like, I won't lie, like, as far as game mode type stuff goes, this game could probably use some more anyway yeah. from, from the default. But uh, that's not really the reason you, you go to it in the first place, though, because there's plenty of games with crazy game modes. So. But they're good to have in there. I don't know. That that screw scramble sounds pretty fucking fun. Yeah, no, I like want to Like a five-on-five five of that, and people are just, like, spraying oh, out Gemini man. lasers yeah. and crash bombs and whatnot yeah i really want to get people together to play this game now all right well we'll hook it up we'll throw something on the facebook page okay yeah so mega man 8-bit deathmatch it is totally rad yeah um if you're a fan of mega man or doom or both you should check it out if you're not i mean check it out anyway yeah no it basically if you're just like a fan of shooters and you want something interesting and and Good for a land party. It's it's incredibly old school. You'll get some fucking credit for that. Yeah. And it's Mega Man. Like you both in the sense of eight bit Mega Man and Doom Two. Yeah. Like that's the thing, like like the only thing about it is sort of like people may try to give you crap because it's based on Doom Two. But you know what? Why makes people it... give you crap for that? Because it's old. Yeah. There are people out there who just won't buy into something if it's old. That's a lot of flack I get for Action Quake. Oh yeah? Yeah. Gross. Just like, why would you try to introduce that to us? It's so old. And I'm just like... Just go play Counter-Strike Go. It's the same thing, right? Yes, people are, are dumb like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is a cool game. We'll put a link to the guy's website in the show notes. Show notes can be found at likustudios.net. Wait, podcast. Nick! Before oh, you wrap up! What? It's time to get hype! All right. It's a Hypogen news. It's the Hypogen news. <laughs> Hypogen. <laughs> um, Hypomania is going to come for you, brother. <laughs> oh, we should, we should get uh, Hypogen to come in next week and do the announcements for us. Uh, so, yeah, after collecting myself uh, from the last time we recorded when I was completely dumb, um, I've come back with three pieces of hype news. Okay, lay uh, it on me. Number one. Hot of the Swarm. The beta started this week. Um, I do not have an invite to it because I don't play that game all that often. And 
I mean, I don't... My system specs are really old, which I don't know if that plays in my favor or not. Because they said that, you know, your your game activity and the specifics of your system specs play yeah. into whether or not you'll be picked. And, like, I'm, you know, running on Windows XP. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't know if running on old stuff will be like, oh, we got to get that guy in. I mean, let's see if it breaks on XP. Or, you know, maybe there are more people on it than I think. I don't know. I'm just talking bullshit right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the the beta started. Um I think it's just multiplayer content, obviously, not any of the single-player stuff. Yeah. Um, from what I can gather so far, people are just kind of grumbling about Warhounds constantly. Okay. Because um, they, they they don't... I wouldn't. I don't know if they, like, counter the entire Protoss army, but they're designed as an anti-mech unit. And, like, Protoss is, like, Stalkers are mech, Immortals are mech, Colossuses are mech. They got a lot of mech. Is that, is that like, a very discreet... They thing? have a uh, a missile in addition to their like uh, their normal attack. They have this missile that uh, only it affects mechanical units. No, I, I just mean like like is being a mech like a discreet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, it there's like unit attributes like you know light or armored or biological or mechanical. Oh, okay. So those are mechanical. Okay. I thought maybe mechanical was just something like if it can fire missiles and has no, no, it's, a certain it's, amount of armor. That it's a discrete a, thing. Okay, so it's not it's not a, a math based thing. No, it affects no. the math. Okay, um, so that's out. Um, if I get into it, I'll have more news about it, I guess. But you know, I'm sure you can go on the YouTube's or go to your favorite, your Huskies, your Day Nines, or whatever. Um, I mean, there's I'm sure there's pros that are in there that stream that have access that I'm not sure if there's like any sort of NDA on it at this point. I imagine if they're, you know, inviting people into the beta and everything and having it going, it's not the case. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can probably find streams and like VODs of the new beta content. So check that out. Okay. Woo. Woo. Uh, Do you have anything this week before I just keep going? Yes and no. I'm extremely salty. Let's lay lay on the salt. So, last week, when I made the brilliant decision to drop Shoot Mania for Rise of the Triad, <laughs> yeah, perhaps you recall. Yes, I do. Like the day afterwards, they dropped the news on Shoot Mania that they are going to do some like great shit with that. That I'm super hyped for. They're going to let two of the game modes be free to play. Which game modes? Uh, the, like, Elite mode, which is the oh, three-on-one. That's a good mode. And the, I think it was called, like, Royale mode, which is the one point in the middle, the first person who captures it, it starts to shrink the game boundaries until there's only one person left. Yep. So those two modes, you're going to be able to get a version of Shoot Mania that allows you to play those two modes for free. Cool. And then every other mode is going to be in the pay-for game and stuff. The, the other modes being, like, Joust and Heroes at this point. I mean, the... Perhaps if there's some sort of like regular deathmatch kind of going on, yeah, probably. I don't even know. Um, I did not get to play too much beyond the the royale I, um, mode when I did play. I I actually I picked up Shoot Mania at one point because I realized it was like, oh, it's just like fifteen bucks. I can just get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right now, the only other game modes are Heroes, which is like a five on five team based thing. It might be like a point control. I'm not sure. I haven't played it because there aren't a lot of U.S. servers at all. Yeah. Um. And then Joust, which is like a dueling mode. Okay. So it seems like they're giving away the most, the to me anyway right now, the most interesting ones for free. 
Like Elite is really dope. I really like it. Yeah, I haven't. Like, like they, I don't think they put a date on when they're gonna mm-hmm. drop that for free. Maybe by the time they get out of beta. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is like the best hype news I've heard, and it comes like the day after I drop it from the lineup. So I can't. Ah, uh, sorry. Yeah, I know. But that, no, that's super great. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Fucking shoot mania. That's. You want to shoot, and you're crazy. I'm crazy now. <laughs> crazy salty. <laughs> so, in other news... Yeah, what else you got? Um, it came to my attention after, like, completely missing the point after seeing magazine scans uh, that there is a new weapon type announced for Monster Hunter 4. Yeah. Um, dubbed the Insect Controlling Club. Okay. Uh, it's like the Shuchokan or something in Japanese. That's a better um, name. Yeah, I don't know, like, how they're going to give that a, a a name that matches, you know, just like, greatsword, lance, insect-controlling stick. Insect lance. Um, yeah, at first I just thought it was like a weird new looking lance or something. Uh, it's this sort of two-sided pull weapon. It's like a club on one end and then this sort of like flip-out blade on the other. Yeah. Um, information I've gathered about it, it's supposed to be like a lighter weapon, so you'll be more mobile with it. And it also has, like, some kind of actro- like acrobatic moves where you kind of use it as a pole vault. Oh, okay. Um, well, huh. with more climbing stuff being yeah. in the game, they want... Uh, I think it's going to allow you to do, like, aerial attacks without having to climb up a tree and drop first. Okay, okay. Um, that makes sense. It also is going to have this system where you can use it to call insects to drain things from monsters and then return to you with them, giving you a buff. Yeah. Which is kind of gross. Um, and at one hand, I'm just like, oh, good, another gimmick weapon. Because, um, like... Well, I th- it, it seems like there's been more of a proliferation of, like, weapon gimmick stuff as Monster Hunter's gone on. Like, oh, now the the longsword has, like, the charge-up level things, and there's the switch axe that transforms between two modes and has different files, and, you know, they gave the dual swords, like, the demonization charge bar thing. But, on the other hand, like, I like most of that stuff, so I'm not going to grumble too much about it. Yeah, no, like... Like, part of my brain is like, oh, why can't they just make a unique weapon with, like, a good moveset rather than giving it some gimmick? And on the other hand, I'm like, eh, whatever, fuck it. Because that game's not really about movesets. Yeah. Like, the closest thing I would actually say to a moveset is if you're using the hunting horn. And then it's about knowing what your songs are. Those are, like, your combos for your moveset. No, I just mean, like, you know, the weapon doesn't need, like, some weird gimmick to be unique. It can just be a different weapon. True, but then, you know, if you want to, like... Like I said, this isn't an argument that I'm actually making. It's just one that I was just like, huh, that is kind of a thing. Oh, well, fuck it. No, yeah, uh, basically I was just going to say that, you know... They're not going the path of weapon bloat, where they're just like, you know, here is a similar sword, but these are stronger than faster. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's the thing, like, like they're already, like, you know, you want your great sword versus your long sword. Like, yeah, they're both swords, so they both got range. One is slow, one is fast, one is power, one is not. But, you know, starting to add other things to it, and the fact that the great sword can knock stuff around, and, like... Yeah, I think as long as it... it they, they, they were making functional differences in them by adding yeah. those gimmicks. I think as um, long as it, it maintains, like, a distinct role, um, it'll be okay. Do they... Is there much, like... I don't want to say, like, there isn't distinct roles for them, but, like... Again, something like... If well, you there, want to say, like... pretty discrete differences in, like, what you can actually do with most of the weapons. Like, you know, with the hammer, you can knock things out, but you can't cut off tails. Yeah. You know, with the great sword of the longsword, like, you're more suited to cutting off tails and stuff. But then, like, 
the great sword play style is really different from the long sword play style and stuff like that. But but I think, you know, if you're looking at, like, cutting off tails and stuff and, and breaking heads, if you... Basically, a lot of that is for, like, specific material getting. Mm-hmm. So... If you if you're playing it from the perspective of just like I just want to have a fight and it's over when I, I, I kill I just something, want to do the damage and kill the monster. Yeah, at that point you start to lose some of that. Like, yeah, I mean, in the end they all fulfill the same role of hurting monsters. Yeah, but but there, but like there are different ways of going. Like there are certain monsters that the way they behave. But, sometimes you want mobility. Sometimes you can you know like there there are some monsters I just can't hunt with a hammer. Mm. But then again, like if I'm hunting it with a hammer, then a greatsword could kind of do it. Your longsword is sort of your in between. Where if you need mobility, you go. Uh, Dual swords or, or something smaller, like the sword and shield, or you'd be a ranger and just whatever. Yeah, as living a wildlife. What? Going out to clubs every night with your bows and your guns. <laughs> guns made out of a bird <laughs> with a dinosaur butt on it. What do you shoot fire bullets? Ow. Okay, um, but I just mean like, I don't know. Like a lot of times you see people identifying themselves in Monster Hunter by like what sort of weapon they use and stuff. It's just yeah. like, oh no, I'm not a hunter. I'm a lancer. Yeah. You know? Um, so like if this is a distinct enough thing where it's like, yeah, I'm an insect controlling rod guy. Yeah. I, if they make it tricky to use. Because like you can say that about lance. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that I'm like a long sorter. Because a longsword is kind of yeah, easy mode. Yeah, you can kind of just pick it up and swing around. Yeah, but like like anything that's so, that sort of requires like a finesse and learning the the system of the weapon and the moveset. Oh, uh, like, you're just a, you, you're upset in the longswordsers. Like, are there people like that? I've never seen one. Is is why is why I feel okay saying it. I don't know. Um, longsword guys actually like get a bad rap in like try really um, because it's like. You just get one that's kind of decent from the uh, the ship captain dude yeah. over the course of the game. So it's like if you show up online with that, it's just like, oh, look at this kid. You really worked hard to get that thing, didn't you? And it's just kind of assumed that he's just going to go around knocking people over with, like, the big uh, spirit slash thing. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Whereas it's like, oh, well, if you're a lancer, that's super considerate because you just kind of poke. You never knock anybody over. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Well, long sword is also better because it is such a wide area that you can group control really easily by yourself. Mm-hmm. So that and they were kind of like really overpowered in uh, the, the 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 portable ones, the PSP ones. Yeah, <laughs> long swords are kind of easy mode. Yeah, which you know that's why I'll use a long sword sometimes. I got yeah. nothing against it, but it's just kind of more fun when it's a bit harder for me. So yeah, that's news. All right. <laughs> Weird bug weapon. Um, I will be excited to to hear more news about that and, like, how the bug system works. Because, mm-hmm. uh, th- like, from right now, what I gather is, like, it's kind of like the files on the Switch Axe. Like, each thing will have a specific bug sort of attached to it, which has its own special buff. Like, it's not based on whatever... Like, I don't know if it's based on what the monster you grab the buff from is, or if it's based on the bug that's associated with the weapon. I think it's the kind of monster you grab it from. I heard that there was, like, four different bugs, and they each give a different buff. Oh. I don't know. We'll have to see more news, because right now we're going by, like... Hearsay. Yeah, hearsay and maybe translated magazine scans. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, that's that. I had another piece of news about... 
Mercenary Kings? Mercenary Kings, uh, which with four days to go on its uh, Kickstarter, has achieved its first goal of 75000 bucks. So the game is funded. My copy is in the mail, in the email. Yep. Um, they've got four days to raise like another $40,000 to make it to the next stretch goal, which mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, but right now they're at like 85 or something like that. So they're well past the first stretch goal, or the first, you know, the minimum goal. Yeah. So the game is definitely on. Cool. And I'm excited for that's that. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. Good. No, that, you, that game is going to be great. Have you kicked in for it? Nope. Oh, then you are not the true king. Nope. <laughs> Did you see, <laughs> while we're talking about Kickstarter, um, the fucking Homestuck game? Yeah. Like... Didn't they meet their, like, $700,000 goal within... Probably in, like, two hours or some shit. I think it took, like, three days. Yeah. Yeah. Someone gave me perspective on that, and they were like, yeah, if you're worried about, like, like $700,000 going to that, like, if you don't like Homestuck or whatever, just remember that people have spent $30 million on fake hats. True. Like, like it's, it's not that it surprises me or anything. It's just, like, because I was also looking at it, and, like... It's it's more the fact that in his description, he didn't really say anything. Yeah, he was just like, I mean, Homestuck's a thing. I can make a game. Yeah, we're already kind of making adventure games. It'll be like that. It'll be nothing like... It'll be a side story to the Homestuck story going on. Uh, and then the video that he posted for it was just like... Was just scenes from all of the animations that have already been done. Hmm. Like, there were no words in that. There was no nothing about what it's going to be. It was just, here's just like a little music video. That's awesome stuff from the awesomest part of that thing. Maybe he just just takes all the money and does what he's done with the rest of the money he's gotten from the community. Buys paintings and, and dinners. Olive Garden. Have you been following the uh, the Hussey and Ryan North? <laughs> the credit card yeah. exchange? Yeah. <laughs> what a fantastic project. No, that is great. I <laughs> Buying, like, donuts and garbage cans. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird, but great. Yeah. Uh, but what yeah, a, like what a level of trust those men have. The the Homestuck thing that's weird. Like just I yep. guess there's going to be a Homestuck game now, which that could be cool. Yeah. One person apparently dropped in for like the ten thousand dollar level, which the oh, reward Christ. is your fan troll becomes canon and will appear in Homestuck. Isn't the level above that though? Like your fan troll is canon appears in Homestuck and will <laughs> not be killed in the first panel they appear. I think I think there's something like at the mil- or like like at the hundred thousand dollar level. There's like seven different rewards. One of them was your character will appear in Homestuck. Your fan troll is canon. Will appear in Homestuck and becomes the most important character. <laughs> Fantastic. Or maybe that was the million dollar level. I don't know. It got ridiculous. I'm yeah. glad those didn't get picked up. When you get to the point where it's like you have a million dollar reward level for your thing that's asking for seven hundred thousand. Yeah. I'm kind of confused, but whatever. Like, like it's because it's hussy. I I imagine it might be kind of a jab at the Penny Arcade one, maybe where it was like, yeah, if you give us five thousand dollars, we'll send you a friendly tweet. Huh? <laughs> could be. I mean, like it's hussy, so he could just do like he could just pull things out of his ass. Yeah, yeah. But like he like and that's like if he were if he were anyone else. If it was anybody, else, anybody else's comic, I would kind of just be like, "Well, they're doing this," and then at the end, they're just going to be like, "No, sorry, this is this is just like a big joke. Like this is like the best joke I've ever done." 
for Hussey, the joke is the follow through. Yeah. Like when the Homestuck game comes out, he'll be like, I'm sorry, this was all just a big joke here. Enjoy the game. And it'll be just like a full on game. It'll yeah. be whatever it's going to be. Um, also, speaking of um, continuing to speak of Kickstarters, also speaking of rewards, uh, there's actually been updates on the uh, Carmageddon Rebirth one. Oh, yeah? Or Re-Incarmageddon Nation. I forget what their subtitle is. Go on. But the... Yeah, they're, they're remaking Carmageddon, which is super great. Okay. Uh, their okay. Kickstarter finished a while ago, and they've been kind of quiet. But that's because they're actually, like, working on it. They're mm-hmm. now doing, like, like backer... Uh, rewards? No, not... Re- so one of the rewards that they were doing was basically they would invite you to their studios and you would help create one of the enemy characters in the game. Oh, cool. And they would, like, base it on you. And that was looked like it would be pretty cool. Um, but it, it's neat because they're actually doing, um, like, backer private uh, update development blogs. Oh. And, like, so they got, they got they basically threw gave the blog to one of the guys and he was just like, here, describe what you've been doing. And he kind of went through his process about, like, you know, they gave him an, a level from the first game and he's been, like, redesigning it and doing some modeling and concept sketches and throwing all of it up there and talking about why he's making certain decisions about it and hmm. kind of themes. For, like, really in-depth stuff, it sounds like. It's, it's not the most in-depth, but it's it's enough to give me, like, a creative process boner, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And if you go to their main site, they, they got different ones up there. Um, it's nice to watch. They they were just saying that the iPad version is about ready to come out, so that'll be done soon. And I forget if it was for backers only or if it's just if you catch it within, like, the first week. It's going to be free. Oh, for real? Yeah, so I at least am getting that for free cool. when it comes out. So I fucking love Carmageddon. Fantastic. Yeah. I award you zero points. Oh. Yeah, no, I got nothing. Uh, what do you have? You have Mercenary Kings? Yep. They, funded. They, they're In the can. F- they're funded. That's cool. Uh, Heart of the Swarm beta. Live. That's... I mean, that doesn't seem... That's like... I don't know. No longer will people have to go through, like, bullshit custom games where people have been doing guesswork as to, like, yeah, Heart of the Swarm will probably play like this. To play Heart of the Swarm. <laughs> but also, like, there, there has already been Heart of the Swarm playtesting and, like, tournament-level stuff, right? Like, it, like it's good that it's now... It's been playable at events. But, like, and so, like, the beta is now the first time that people outside of those events can get their hands on it, yeah. even though it's still not sort of a general public kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like, like it is a I mean, it, it's just kind of an opt-in, and we'll send you a code eventually. Okay. I don't know, like, that's... That, that is another piece of progress forward. That's yeah. good. But, um... I mean, it's not like the thing's not going to come out, you know? Yeah. It's fucking Blizzard. And, you know, it's... Like, it's also not, like, a, a new interesting thing about the game. It's just that they're moving forward, so now people are going to be talking about it more. Yeah. Um, and what was the third thing in the middle? Monster Hunter? Yeah. Buglance? Buglance. That's all right. <laughs> we'll call it the Buglance. That's what it's called. We've already got a Gunlance, now we've got a Buglance. Gunlance you... was kind of the first instant of, grr, gimmicky weapon. Yeah. It's like, oh, you got a lance, now it shoots... I fucking love the Gunlance. Was the Gunlance before or after the Switch Axe? Before. Okay. Way before. Okay, good. Gunlance is better anyway. Yeah. Okay. The Switch Axe is kind of like where I'm like, okay, what does this do that, like, the Great Sword or the Long Sword doesn't? Yeah, like, I, I don't understand why, like, there's nothing... I don't see, like, a good reason to use the Switch Axe, except to be finicky and sort of gimmicky, and I guess explode dude sometimes. Well, you can get a... a like, a combination of effects out of it. Like, 
there are ones that you know are a slashing weapon, but also have the stamina file, so you can get monsters tired out. Oh, and um, like the paralysis ones are really good for getting some paralysis in, like sure fire really quickly. Yeah, like hey, I'm going to paralyze you now, which like you can't really do outside of a gun. True, very true. No, uh, the uh, the infinite katana. Well, yeah, but the, it, the Anata longsword. That one's actually pretty good for just paralyzing dudes. But this is like a surefire, like, I'm going to hit you with this explosion, and you will be paralyzed. Okay. Pretty much. I guess, I guess if, if, when you can get it right in there, then that works. I just haven't used one enough to be able to get that out of surefire every time. I don't know how to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll give you, like... has got good vertical reach. I'll give you, like, four points for this week. I'll take those points. Okay. Okay. So I think now you're at six, and from last week I have, like, two. Wait, I have I have it written down. We've, we've started keeping track like halfway through the season. You're at six. I'm at one. Wow. Okay. You got to get on this. I guess I don't make good picks. What's going on in Rise of the Triad, Nick? I don't. I don't get my news till Sundays, or something. <laughs> like the day I get my news is the day after we record. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Like that's just that's when it's a bad system. It's just Google Alerts. That's when they give it to me. I don't know how to change that. Weird. Yeah. Okay. All right. This has been an Aliko Studios podcast. We talked about Mega Man 8 Big Death Match. Uh, a link to that will be in the show notes. Show notes are found at LikuStudios.net slash podcast. While you're there, you can check out webcomics aloof and not aloof and all of that. Uh, but I'm working on the drop right now, uh, which I just finished my submission for that, so I'm good. Um, cool. That's round two? That's round two. So we'll see who wins. That's, Fantastic. That may actually be a close match. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, if you want to send us any feedback, you can always email us at podcast at elitecustudios.net, or you could hit us on Twitter at eliku, facebook.com slash eliku, eliku.tumblr.com, and of course you can always just subscribe to the podcast feed on the iTunes Music Store and the Zune Marketplace, and while you're there, if you leave us a review and a rating, we would be super appreciative. Appreciative. <laughs> It just it sounds like the the whole routine is just being dragged out of you today. It is. Uh, go to iTunes, do the thing, send us our feedback. I'm also just doing my best to I still haven't figured out figured out like the the best flow the way to cadence. get through it. Um, we should uh, sit down one day and just kind of record a a back and forth to just cut in at the end of an episode, so we don't have to do it every time. We should. This is the Aliku Studios telling you. As always, to give credit where credit is 25 cents per play. Your, uh, your Cadence Clearwater Revival is a little off.